This is Examine Sport, a podcast of the sports ethicist. I am your host, Sean Klein. Each episode of Examine Sport focuses on a paper in the philosophy of sport literature. We look at classic discipline-defining articles, exciting newly published works, and dig deep for important but not as well-known papers. You can subscribe, comment, and find an archive of all shows, along with links and related information at sportsethicist.com. In this episode of Examine Sport, I look at Stephen Finn's article, in Defense of the Playoff System, published in the Journal of the Philosophy of Sport in 2009. Finn sets out to uh, first challenge critiques of the playoff system from Nicholas Dixon and William Morgan, and then to offer his own positive defense of the playoff system. Now, Finn starts out by presenting these two main critiques against playoffs. Now, his primary target is Nicholas Dixon, who presented his arguments in Unwinning and Athletic Superiority in the Journal of Philosophy Sport in 1999. And Finn also engages with William Morgan's arguments, as given in Morgan's 2006 book, Why Sports Morally Matter. Now, the first argument is that, quote, the playoff system places too much emphasis on only one criteria of athletic excellence, end quote. And the second is that, quote, the primary reason for adopting a playoff system is financial, end quote. So now Dixon starts off with the idea that, quote, the central purpose of competitive sport is to provide a method that determines which team or play is superior. So if this is the case, then a system that fails to determine the superior team where the best player or team does not actually win, is what Dixon calls a failed athletic event. Right? Such an event fails, whatever the excitement and entertainment value there might be, the event fails to meet the central competitive purpose of the event. There are many ways this might happen. Right? Poor play by the superior team, uh, superior play by the inferior team, bad officiating, bad luck, bad weather, right? Other factors that might impact this so that the best team or player in this scenario doesn't win, right? Now, these things happen in sports. They happen all the time. Every participant or fan knows this. Now, the problem for the playoff system is that if there is a failed athletic event during the playoffs... In such a case, the team that wins the playoffs wouldn't be the best team. The champion in such scenarios would be the inferior team who just got lucky in some way. So that's not good. And Dixon also argues that this has led to an overemphasis on performing under pressure. These high stakes of the playoffs have made a psychological capacity far too important for the evaluation of athletic excellence. The psychological tenacity of performance under pressure might be an aspect of athletic excellence, but it shouldn't be, Dixon argues, so central as it has become, largely because of the pressure and high stakes of playoff systems. So if playoffs are a less accurate measure of measuring and comparing of athletic excellence, why do so many leagues opt for them? Why do we see playoffs in so many scenarios? Well, according to William Morgan, it's because of money. The playoffs are not about excellence, but about maximizing revenue from the spectacle that playoffs inspire. They generate fan interest and all the revenue effects of greater fan interest. 
Now this, he argues, has led to not only a decline in the quality of play, the very athletic excellence that is supposed to be central to the activity, but also to the moral standards in sport. Now, Finn largely agrees with the thrust of Dixon's arguments. Playoffs are not as good as a season-long tournament for determining athletic superiority. But he doesn't think we need to go far, so far as getting rid of the playoffs. I quote, If a re-examination leads to the conclusion that our attitude toward the playoff system is faulty, then I suggest that we should simply change our attitude, not necessarily the system, end quote. So we need to change the way we think about the playoffs and athletic excellence. We need to change our attitudes, not necessarily the system itself. We should recognize that the season champion is not identical with the best team. The better team can and does lose. The winning team is rightfully called the champion, but that shouldn't equate to them being the season's best team. And we should recognize that, quote, psychological toughness is not a primary determinant of athletic ability, end quote. It's a factor for sure, but it shouldn't be the thing on which our understanding of athletic excellence turns. But why, if Finn agrees with Dixon that playoffs are a faulty way uh, of determining athletic superiority, why should we bother with them at all? Why just focus on the attitudes and not the institution of playoffs itself? And for this, Finn turns to his positive defense of playoffs. Now, Finn begins his defense by appealing to Sigmund Lowland's distinction between two kinds of goals in sport, structural goals and intentional goals. The structural goal of sport is to, quote, measure, compare, and rank two or more competitors according to athletic performance, end quote. This is the shared goal, the common goal of really all competitive sports, right? Now, the intentional goal are the subjective reasons leading individuals to participate in sport. Things like seeking entertainment, exercise, fun, and money. Finn adds a third goal, what he calls the moral goal. Quote, what role should sport play in our lives? How does it fit into our conception of human flourishing? Now, these goals can sometimes conflict or pull against each other. More specifically, in regards to playoff systems, Finn summarized the critique in terms of this conflict. Quote, the intentional goal of those who choose a playoff system insofar as the goal is considered in terms of commercial interests, is in conflict with the structural goals of sport per se, i.e. the proper ranking of competitors. Furthermore, this conflict raises the moral question of whether the playoff system deserves our support. End quote. Now, Finn argues that critics like Dixon and Morgan do not count, or rather they downplay the intentional goals of participants and spectators. Their arguments, Dixon and Morgan, quote, imply that entertainment value is not a legitimate and inherent goal of sports, end quote, and that it is only considered because of the financial gains it's, it offers. Finn, on the other hand, says we need to consider more seriously the intentional goals and entertainment value of sport. The reasons fans and players might support a playoff system shouldn't be ignored or dismissed, since, after all, the existence of the sport depends on the athletes and spectators. And there might be times that these intentional goals should be given more weight than the structural goals. Right? Finn says, quote, all things considered, I believe the playoff system deserves our support because the intentional goals of athletes and fans to partake in a meaningful experience may sometimes outweigh the structural goal of determining the proper ranking 
among athletes, end quote. So Finn supports this claim by drawing a distinction between external and internal considerations for how to structure a league. External considerations would be things external to the competition in sport. The availability of fields, the availability of personnel to be referees and officials, financial sustainability of the league, and so on. And sometimes these determine how one might structure a league. And so they might turn to a playoff system in order to meet these external considerations. And such decisions would be external, though possibly necessary for the viability of the league. But Finn says there are also internal considerations that need to play a role here. And these internal considerations include both the structural and intentional goals discussed earlier. Right? So we have to, when these goals conflict, quote, consider and weigh the structural goal of accurately ranking competitors against the intentional goals of the players, end quote. So since, as Finn claims, sport offers more than just the value of ranking competitors, we have to recognize that there are other goals and values that form the intentional goals of participants. And these goals are just as legitimate as goals of sport. And to choose a system without a playoff in order to make the ranking of athletic superiority the primary goal, quote, we are subordinating one athletic good to another. More specifically, our desire to gauge athletic excellence would lead us to de-emphasize another legitimate goal of sport, i.e. the unique experience that occurs in playoff games, end quote. At the same time, if we choose a playoff system, we have to recognize that this may not yield an accurate ranking of athletic superiority. Finn's point is that how we weigh these two goals against each other is not necessarily external to sport. These considerations are both internal goods of the sport. Furthermore, it's not obvious which should prevail and that both have upsides and downsides. Right? A downside of the season-long tournament is that, quote, it sacrifices the heightened sense of drama and excitement that arises in playoff situations for a more accurate ranking of competitors, end quote. But sport is a source not just about the ranking of competitors, it's also about the making of narrative and meaning in our lives. Quote, sport provides us with one of the richest sources for narratives that can enhance our lives by providing a structure for more meaningful and connected experiences. So Finn argues that while season-long tournaments offer meaningful narratives, a playoff system can often make for even better stories because it, quote, offers a culminating event that increases tension and drama. It produces more uncertainty and thereby heightens one's interest in the outcome. It allows for a distinction between types of games where athletes are challenged in different ways, end quote. So Finn concludes that for many, if not most fans and participants, the preference for playoff systems is not rooted in financial gain, but in the desire for these exciting and rich narratives that arise within such a system and that playoffs can add more of the fun and excitement of play, which should not be dismissed just for the sake of greater accuracy in the ranking of competitors. Thank you for listening to Examine Sport. You can subscribe, comment, and find an archive of all shows, along with links and related information at sportsethicist.com. Please also consider rating the show at Apple Podcasts, liking it on YouTube, and sharing on Facebook, Twitter, and elsewhere. You can email the show, sportsethicist at gmail.com.